What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 127. Well, we had a little week off last week because we've been having technical difficulties. That's one of the, the, the unfortunate things about recording during a pandemic. You're, you're relying on technology, and technology, for the most part, has been great, but occasionally, Occasionally, uh, technology lets us down, but that did not stop us from uh, coming back stronger and better than ever. Uh, we are one short this week due to technology, but that's all right. We still have the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe. When I want to know what's going on, anything New York City transit related, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I'm good, cuz. How you feeling today? I'm well. And when I want to talk about anything New York City news related, the director of choice, my guy, my favorite expert is my brother, Mr. Mark Powell. He's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk about the local New York City real estate scene, the guy I trust, the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., Derek Powell, he is not in the house. He's the one I mentioned that is having some technical difficulties. Apparently, uh, in his Wi-Fi system, the, the squirrel that was on the wheel that runs it uh, died. We had the funeral last week for the squirrel and uh, it's unfortunate. So right now with the pet store looking for either a very, very stout and sturdy gerbil or a hamster that's not too fat that can run on the wheel and keep the power going on his Wi-Fi. In the meantime, we'll just have to soldier on without are you, are you Are you hamster shaming? You can't call hamster fat. No, but I'm no, not, I'm not, not no, okay. today's culture. Big bone hamster is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking, about, I'm not talking about fat hamster. I'm talking about a big bone hamster, a thick hamster, a... Uh, uh, you know, uh, BBH, big, beautiful hamster is what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Really? So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if that's going to get a passing grade or not. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. I mean, you know, listen, if the hamsters want to take me to court, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'll bring bring my cat lawyer to defend me. That's what I do. So I ain't worried about it. Um, it's been a, yeah, it's been a crazy week. I mean, we, we came on last week and we, we struggled with, uh, some of these issues. Um, with uh i don't want to mention the uh the the internet carrier but the name starts with a v so we had some issues with them um you know and ends with a zon um had some issues with them and and we're still having some issues and apparently verizon can't get out to uh one of our homes uh within you know i guess they said two weeks two weeks meanwhile uh the person is using equipment that was i think made uh, during the 80s. It was made right alongside <laughs> on the assembly line next to the Betamax. So um, that's that's exactly. where we are with that. But, you know, as I said, we, we're just dealing with it. Uh, a lot has happened since we last got together. Uh, there was an impeachment trial and I guess a technical acquittal. Trump got off on a technicality. Bitch McConnell acted like the bitch he is. And, and even though he, he came out after voting to acquit, then came out and made the case for Trump being uh, found guilty. Uh, it's ridiculous. And we, you know, after that happened, we had this thing in Texas where the weather, you know, global warming is a real thing, folks. Uh, climate change is real. And you're going to start seeing these off the wall weather patterns affecting places you never thought it would happen. Texas had snow, had snow like northeastern snow. And they had temperatures that were down in the teens and, and I believe near zero. And Texas is not built for that. I've been to Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, I've been to Houston. Houston, I, w- I went there a couple of years ago. 
uh, way back a few years ago uh, when I was after Katrina. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I, yeah, no, I went, to, I went to, I mean, I was Louisiana, Louisiana before Katrina, and I went to Houston before Katrina, way back. And I remember I was there during the middle of a heat wave, and I'm just saying this to say this: it was the hottest place I have ever been. Every single day was a hundred degrees plus, and Houston is humid, so. The idea of it getting cold enough, the idea of that place getting in the teens to me is just, it was stunning. And to see the snow and to see that the whole place shuts down. And I know, you know, Mark can tell you because we both went to school, uh, you know, uh, in the DMV, you know, uh, D.C., uh, Maryland, Virginia area. When it snows south of the Mason-Dixon line, it shuts down. Everything, I'm talking about an inch of snow, things shut down. The whole, I the, the whole city shuts down. You know, you can't find milk, bread for an inch of snow. New York, we get an inch of snow. You know, it's just, you know, it just makes us curse more. It doesn't, it doesn't stop us. We're gonna go out in it. But down there, they get an inch. It shuts the whole city down because they're not built for it. They don't have plows. They don't have salt. They don't know how to clear the roads. And and down in Texas, you know, most of those people are riding on summer tires. Because they never have to deal with snow. So they don't buy all-season uh, tires. They buy summer tires. Um, so they can't even drive their cars on that stuff. It's, it's insane. And so watching it, it really is a human tragedy. And, I, I you know, I, I don't think people realize the nature of it. I learned something watching this whole situation. Apparently, um, in Texas, the building codes, they run the pipes in the walls. Like in New York, you buy your house, and I'm pretty sure where you live, Keith, uh, you know, in the Northeast, the pipes are below ground. So they never, mm-hmm. they, you know, they're not really supposed to freeze. We know how to keep the pipes warm. The pipes are in the house so they don't get cold. But in Texas, they run the, the water pipes in the wall and they have no insulation. So whatever the wall temperature is outside, the pipes freeze up almost immediately. So nobody's got water. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I, I know when you have to check your pipes, you go downstairs, you go in your basement. You know, and that's where the majority of your pipes are. That's where all all of the outlets are. That's where the majority of your pipes are. Your pipes don't run above the wall or through the wall. They run underneath the wall. You know, if you have, uh, you know, in your bathroom, I, I'm sure if you dug, you know, I know you you've done that, Mark. You've dug up your bathroom. Where were the pipes? Yeah, it's in this under the slab. Yeah, I'm on I'm on a I'm on a slab, but everything runs, uh, yeah, underground. Is I mean, yeah, I, I didn't even think that was. Until you said that, I didn't even think that was even an option. I thought that everybody house was done that way. Why would I not think it? And now it makes sense because I've seen some of, the, some of the video, and it's literally water gushing out of a wall. I just figured, oh, that's kind of odd. But now I know why because there's nothing to essentially stop it. It's just you might as well hit it with a with a hammer. That's how the water's after the videos I've seen. It just seems like it's just like a fire hydrant. Like when we were kids, you know, you get the fire hydrant. That's how the water's coming out. Get, get that can, open up on both ends, and yeah, just shoot the cars. No, you're right. And and then and then the other thing I learned, you know, I, I wish I had, I wish I had the article in front of me, but apparently, even like the building materials, like in New York, uh, and as I said, I know keep you have you, you know you have a new home, um, you have insulation to a certain level, a certain uh, degree. Your roof is insulated, your yes. attic is insulated, your walls are insulated. Plus, the sheetrock that you use just inside the house has a certain thickness because uh, of insulation. But in Texas, it's the exact opposite. Some of the, some, some of those houses, these uh, they call them McMansions, are, are, are built damn near with paper and stuff that you could never imagine. Like you know, like if a New York contractor went down there and, and realized what what they could, what they're working with, he they would blow their minds. You just it, it's amazing. That's why those homes are like shells, man. That's why 
they don't cost that much because they don't put that much into it. Yeah, that makes per- you know what that makes perfect sense because you see those shows or you like you know every once in a while I'll go online to see what stuff costs. It's like, wow, that house for that much. Now I know why it didn't cost that much to put up. So mm-hmm. right, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. You're not and you're not you're, you're not paying a lot for for any of that. I mean, like you said, Mark, you just mentioned something I thought was great. You, you talk about the slab, right? So you're sitting. Uh, or your house is on a foundation. It's got a slab. You're sitting on top of a, of, they say a good foundation. Uh, sitting on top of a good foundation. Most houses in this area are, are built that same way. Most houses in this area uh, are, are are highly insulated. You you made me laugh. We were talking a couple of weeks ago. You're talking about you had to run some wires in your house and you had to go up in the attic. I know you almost died in the attic because of the, the the insulation <laughs> in the heat. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, when we first moved in, we were running a, a line. Um, to, to the boy's bedroom and I was in an attic and it's at one point I was so hot I thought you know what I have to crash through my my kitchen ceiling because I know if I could get back to where I originally started I was so I mean I was if you looked at me it looked like somebody had a, a pitcher and they were pouring water over my head that's how much how much water was coming out I was like sitting there going right I want to crash this is a real decision do I want to crash through my kitchen ceiling on my den ceiling because I didn't think I could make it back to that open. I was like, and, and the thing is, not like anybody can come get you. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die in my. I just bought this house. I'm gonna <laughs> die in my attic, and nobody can come get me. So I said, well, and, I, and eventually, I eventually got enough, obviously enough strength to get. But the amount of sweat that was coming off me, and at a certain point, you, when you're that tired, or you, you start, as you're walking on beams. You're shaking because you're like you're, you're dehydrating. Like it's it's it was scary. It was really but I, and the thing is that wasn't that was spring. It wasn't like it was dead of summer. It was like oh, this shouldn't be that bad. You get up in those attics and it gets hot real quick. Right, because we we have everything is insulated in New York. I mean, just as an example, I live in an apartment. I live in uh, live in an apartment in Queens, and we have plaster walls. And I will say right now, in in the coldest days we've had this winter. I still have multiple windows open in here because anybody that's ever lived in an apartment in New York City knows how hot it gets. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, it does. You know, so I'm, 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 you know, I'm wearing short sleeve shirts, you know, and and walking around in my shorts in the house all the time. And so when I see people in Texas, you know, and I thought about it too. I think the the other nightmare is, you know, when I go outside, and I'm sure the same thing is true of you guys. Uh, when you when you put on a coat, you make it a choice. You know, you got you have multiple warm weather oh, yeah. coats. I mean, cold weather coats to put on. You know, multiple down jackets, multiple wool coats. You make a choice. You know, your footwear, whatever, you, whatever you wear on your feet in the wintertime. You again made a choice because you have multiple uh, options in terms of cold weather footwear. Um, if your pants, you put your pants on before you put your pants on. I know Keith and I. We both we big Cargill fans. We got Cargill long johns on. <laughs> throw them bad boys on. I go outside. So so the idea of cold, you know, yeah, we we're, we're built for. It. We got hats. We got warm weather hats. We're not wearing baseball. We got warm. We got you know we got knit caps on and warm mm-hmm. weather caps on. We got scars. We got gloves. We got gloves. down. Yep. Um, but these people down in Texas, a cold, a cold day for them might be forty five fifty. So you know you you throw on an extra hoodie, you throw on a sweater under your hoodie, but that's that's the nature. That's that's as far as it goes. Maybe there's some people out there that go skiing and they got some you know they got some ski wear, but for the most part, you know they're not built. They're not. They're, this is not what they wear. 
You know, I mean, I have relatives that that uh, that come up from from the South. I have relatives who live in Florida, and they come to New York. You know, they, they don't they never come during the winter. By the way, they they, they refuse to come <laughs> you don't during them. the winter. But when they've had to, you know, I mean, they they have uh, you know they have some winter gear. You know, we usually meet them at the airport. We, you know, like you know stuff that we have just lying around. Like I said, extra down jackets or whatever, or you know, down coats or gloves and hats but uh those people are just not built for it man and, and and it's a tragedy and i think the thing that's bothered me more than anything else is they don't have any water you know it's bad enough that they were out of power see I, you know these they all these things they're talking about they, they were out of power because the uh the 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 power plants were not winterized or weatherized they were not built to handle uh a freeze so they had no power then once they got their power on, um, they the, all the pipes burst, and so they have no water in the house. So then, now they have, I mean, literally, it's not just like Flint where the water is bad and, and they're bringing in bottled water. You're bringing in bottled water for a city like Houston. You're bringing in bottled water for cities the size of Houston and Dallas. That's insane to me. And in, in, uh, San Antonio and Austin. Uh, there's a lot of major cities in Texas. I mean, you know, uh, where they have to bring in bottled water or figure out a way to, to get these people through. And this thing is not going to go uh, quietly into the night in a couple of weeks. They're going to be dealing with this for a couple of years. I mean, I think you, you mentioned uh, Katrina, Keith. This is kind of on the same level of a Katrina. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? They have their own electric, that you know, um, their own grid, which when this cold came, it couldn't handle it. Because everybody's like all of a sudden turning up the heat, heat they never had to turn up before. And everybody, a lot of people are finding out that it was failing, you know, and, and, and they get these astronomical electric bills now. Like one guy had a bill for like five grand. I saw that. For like, yeah. I'm like, they, because they don't use it. So now they're using it and they're using it like, you, you figured that that week you had the snow, the cold, all that combined together, no water. We're trying to stay warm. You, you got to figure they running at 90 plus just trying to get some, some heat in their home. Because as we were saying earlier, the houses are not insulated. So it's nothing but pure cold. So you figure a week you running at 90 plus trying to, <laughs> trying to maintain some warmth in your house, but it still ain't warm enough. And then when you get this goddamn bill, you you losing your damn mind because you're not used to that. Not only is it, it are you running? Well, think about it. These are people who, as I said, I Texas is one is one of the two hottest places I've ever well three hottest places I've ever been to in my life. I, I'll name them in order: Texas during that heat wave, uh, Oklahoma during a similar heat wave, uh, Oklahoma City, and the third hottest place. And, and it's funny because it's the hottest and the coldest I've ever been is Chicago, Illinois. Chicago in the summer is one of the hottest damn places I've ever been in my life. In the winter, it is one of the wow. coldest places I've ever been in my damn life. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the, the idea, these people are constantly walking around. Uh, their bodies are used to 80, 90, 100 degree humid weather, humid uh, temperatures on a regular. So they get used to, to, to hot. They used to, I mean, so, you know, for those folks, when it gets down into the 60s, they want to put on a coat. They freeze it. So the <laughs> idea that it went down to, to 
let's just think, say for argument's sake, you're used to 70 degrees in the wintertime and it goes down to the teens. That's a 50 degree swing. That's insane. Your body can't handle it. And as you said, they turn it on the heat, they're cranking it up to 90 just to feel right. And the problem with turning it up to 90 is the house is leaking the heat anyway because there's no insulation. Right. So it, it, it's just, it, like I said, they, they are in the midst of a, a, man-made disaster and uh you know the, the the governor governor abbott you know this asshole was going on tv talking about you know well it's the democrat it's, it's it's uh alexandria ocasio cortez's fault because of the green new deal no man it's your fault no y'all this is your they great. have their own electric yes they have their own electric ain't nobody else got nothing to do with that that's theirs that's their own power that's when that's when you know Someone's always passing the buck to somebody else because they don't want to take the blame for what the situation is. Motherfucker, man up! <laughs> there was a picture. I don't know if y'all saw it, but there's a picture of, of um, the Texarkana border because Texas and Arkansas border each other, I think, on, on the uh, eastern side of the state. And there's a, a, a picture, and they show, like, right at the border, Texas, and then on the other side, of the border, you know, all the lights on in Arkansas and all the, like, the people have, you know, whatever. They're still dealing with the heat issue because, as I said, there's no insulation. They're still, you know, they're in the same boat in terms of uh, uh, the people in Texas in terms of trying to get warm and stay warm. But at least they had their power. That power didn't go out. In Texas, all the power went out. Uh, because, mm-hmm. again, like you said, Keith, they, they, they have their own. They they made a choice years ago to have their own power, their all, you know, their own grid. Uh, they were warned. Apparently, this goes back to 2011. They had the same thing. I think it was during the Super Bowl. Uh, Dallas was in the middle of a freeze. And at that time, uh, people were saying that they needed to upgrade the uh, the electric grid to be able to handle cold weather because they had the same issues during that Super Bowl week. And the Republicans in Texas ignored it and said, ah, don't worry about it. Um, and, you know, guys getting paid off and didn't want to, you know, want to deal with it. And then suddenly they find themselves in that situation with the the people and every everything else, man. I just think it's uh, it is a real tragedy and and it's man made and and you know um, you know it's gonna sound horrible. And when people say, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm gonna say, it. yeah, it's gonna, you know, I I, <laughs> I got to preface it though, so you know, I show some sympathy, but but damn it. Y'all been voting for these idiots like Ted Cruz and 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 John Corn and y'all y'all put them in office. You put Abbott in office. You put all these Republicans in office. People who don't believe in government or that government should work for the people. And now you reaping what you sow. And I don't want to say that because I know that there are a lot of people that look like me down there suffering. And I'm pretty sure they didn't vote for those folks. But damn it, the rest of Texas, if y'all are out there getting your asses kicked by this weather and by by the, the ineptitude of your Republican government, that should be a wake up call. That should be a sign to say, yo, this is not the way we, we this is not how it has to be. It, sh- it didn't have to be that way. We've been saying that that phrase for the last year and some change talking about covid. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to extend that phrase to all the folks who are living in these 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 deep red states you know, where the government is constantly failing you, whether it's Kentucky and y'all reelecting Mitch McConnell and you and your your last damn man in every category, life expectancy, education, uh economically and 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 uh your median income, every every metric that you would measure success by, you're like 
you're in the bottom five in the nation, but you reelect Mitch McConnell. You reelected these idiots in, in your government in Texas. One of your idiot senators decided he was going to Cancun to beat the cold. <laughs> and the only reason he came back was because somebody caught him out there. But apparently all of, all the uh, text messages said they was going down to Cancun and had him a good damn time. He was going down there to get his limbo on and drink some boat drinks with the umbrellas in them uh, down there in Cancun while the rest of your, his state was freezing to death. Y'all see that? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He was he was definitely dressed for the Cancun weather, as they as they would say. You know, he was in that Cancun smile. <laughs> he had sunglasses on, trying to be incognito. You know, he's he's trying to not blend in. Oh, but they pointed him out. Oh yes, but you know what's the crazy part? He threw his own children underneath the bus. Oh, oh yeah, no, he sacrificed. Them. Yeah, he, sac- he, he treated them like pawns. He didn't care. But but then again, for a man who. Uh, Wife was totally disrespected on TV, and he kissed that motherfucker's ass. What do you expect, man? What do you, what do you expect from a man like that? Come on now. Well, like we said, I think uh, I think Anthony said it about Utah. There's, <clears throat> the consequence would normally be in a, I guess in a in a normal world or a just world would be he would have to pay with his seat, but he does all these things and nothing's going to come of it. I mean, he'd have to. Gosh, I don't know what he'd have to do to lose his seat. That's how crazy and and I don't know. I I don't know what the word is. It's like they don't. Are you gonna believe me or your lying eyes? They don't want to believe what they're seeing. And it's like you know, it's it's what's forced to say stupid is stupid does. I mean, he's gonna do all those things, whether it's the uh, the cosign on the the fraudulent election claims he has or the insurrection that he cosigned on, and then. His state is in peril, and he, you know, jumps ship and goes, and they keep it. Oh, well, he, I think he's probably up. He's up in two years. years. He's up in uh, no, 2022. No. Yeah, nothing's gonna happen. I mean, what would, what would he have to do for him to say, you know what, this is not what I voted for. This is not representing me. I, I, I we gotta take him out. Mm-hmm. It's, it almost seems like nothing. Some of these guys, and that's the problem with. I mean, I know we're killing the Republicans, but the Democrats too. This should be a job of term limits, I believe. But it should be a job that you'd want to do. It shouldn't be like public service shouldn't be something that you just get into and it's your your life. You know, it's like it should be some kind of deal where you go, you know what, I'm not doing any good. And but that all comes you would think comes to the people, but not really because it's almost like once you it's, it's like uh, it's like herpes. Once you get it, you have it forever. <laughs> you, you, get, you get these jobs, and it would take damn near. A murder in the street to take some of these guys out. It's yeah. ridiculous. It, you know, it's funny. I'm gonna make your guys laugh. He was listening to Shaggy. It wasn't me. <laughs> Get out of here. Was, yes, it wasn't me. Oh, I didn't great. do the insurrection. It wasn't me. That wasn't me going to Cancun. It wasn't me. Yeah. You yeah. know, all these things. It wasn't me. It was somebody else. Yeah. Well, he's gonna survive it because he'll get he'll get the income at war chest, and anybody who's even. That's why, like, when you actually get a new senator or or a congressman, it's like, wow, how'd that happen? It's it's such a major shock that you really beat the odds. Uh, yeah, well, most incumbents always, are, 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 are reelected almost at a, probably at a seventy percent clip. It's it's really hard yeah. to defeat an incumbent senator. I mean, the only way that it usually happens is is maybe the state 
if the demographics of the state change. So, you know, like Texas is, is, is still deep red. It's slightly changing, but it's not it's not going to be purple for a minute. It's still red. People will kind of hype this year thinking it might go and everything else with all the new yeah, registrations. Yeah, and no. and yeah, places like Houston, certainly. Um, and, and I'm sure places like Austin, uh, but Dallas has a Republican mayor. Um, I'm, uh, Austin, I'm Austin. They, 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 they don't text. Most Texans don't even consider Austin as part of Texas. They think of it as like, you know, this, uh, third world left wing banana Republic, um, that, that because it's like, you know, very liberal and, and, and very hipster. Is, is, is that like Staten Island? You know, the, you know, there's the five boroughs, but you know, I don't think we consider Staten Island down with yeah, us. Austin would be the the uh, the New York equivalent of Staten Island in reverse. So like Staten, like you know, all the rest of New York, like you know, Brooklyn, uh, Bronx, Queens, and Manhattan, very blue, very liberal, and then Staten Island is Alabama. I call it Staten Alabama, um, <laughs> and then in Texas, everything else is very red except for Austin, which is incredibly blue. Austin and Houston at this point, incredibly blue. Um, so, yeah, again, you know, this guy is going to be reelected. I mean, you know, you make a point, Keith. You know, I, I didn't even do it until you said it. He was definitely ready for Cancun. Here you are. Texas is frozen. You saw how he's, he was walking through the airport. He had short sleeves on. Yes, he, he had did. shades put on, the, on the top of his head, man. You know, he had the sunblock on. He was ready to go. He had enough. He wasn't going. He, was, he tried to make it seem like you said he threw his kids under the bus. He said he was taking his daughters down there so they could spend the weekend. Meanwhile, he had a yeah. big ass suitcase. Like you, he had, he had the biggest suitcase you could you could carry on. You know, because they got the carry on limit. So he had the largest suitcase that would fit in the overhead. But he had planned, you know, he all he had in there was Speedos because he wasn't coming back home for a week. He had, he had Speedos in there to last him, you know, until he Not got really. back. You know, Ted, and you know, Ted Cruz wears Speedos. Anybody doubting Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz is that dude at the pool that you look at and go, look at this motherfucker here. Uh, he's the one wearing the Speedos. I guarantee you he had Speedos in that, in that, in that suitcase. I know he did. Um, so yeah, uh, again, uh, shout out to tech and we got Texas listeners. I mean, they didn't, you know what the good news about us being off the air last week is that our Texas listeners didn't know cause they ain't had no power. So, so, uh, <laughs> so when they hear this, it'll be right on time for them. Uh, so that's cool. I guess, uh, uh, other Southern listeners, um, you know, but people listening around the world, uh, once again, shout out to, uh, India, Namaste and, and to our friends over in Australia. G'day. And uh, uh, we have German listeners and, and uh, we have some British listeners wow. and Canadian listeners. I, I just realized that now you've been asking where Canada at. Canada's here. Uh, they've been listening um, to us. Yeah, I think other countries around the world are looking at America and all they're doing is shaking their heads. They, they have to be mm-hmm. shaking their heads because they can't believe that um, this used to be the the. the the leader of the free world. And we are, we're, we are now uh, as backwards. Um, damn near. We, we, you know what we are? America has become a shithole country. <laughs> That's where we are. Yeah. Sad to say, Anthony, you're so America correct. has become a shithole country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You trouble so much. Shit was country. President Tommy said that was, yeah. No, yeah, he was president at the time when he said that. Yep. Yeah, we're the shit old country now. We're the ones that 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 are lagging in education. We're the ones that that can't get a fifteen dollar minimum wage passed. We're the ones that don't have national health care. Uh, health care is a right. We're the ones 
um, that uh, our electric grid and our infrastructure is damn near third world level. Because if you can have the whole state of Texas, one of the largest states in the union, be on its ass because of their electric grid, we are damn near a third world country. That's what we are. America is a shit old country. I hate to say it, but it, it, it's true. And unfortunately, it's not going to get better because the, the people that want to keep America as backwards are still getting, as we just pointed out, elected and reelected and it's jamming us up. Go ahead, Mark. I was saying, well, well, I mean, I think to the educated and even the, the, the casual viewer, listener, or purveyor of, of society, you knew it, but it was like Oz. I mean, we'd had that curtain pulled over for so long that we could always tell, like, the people in America knew all these problems. We knew that we were behind educationally. And we knew we had, obviously, we knew we had the race problem. We knew we had a lot of these problems, but the world still saw us as Oz. And then we were like, listen, you, you really, you know what's behind this curtain? You know, you know what it's like? It's like, uh, you never want to know what's in the sausage. We knew what was in the sausage, <laughs> but the rest of the world didn't know what was in the sausage. You're like, oh, this is pretty good. And you're like, okay, enjoy that if you want. But <laughs> I'm telling you, you're going to pay for it later. So now people have seen how the sausage is made and, made, and you know, that, that, that chicken is coming home to roost, to quote a man. Yeah, America is that, is that country that gets dressed up, puts on a nice suit, and, and pulls out, you know, their, their, their finest wear to go around the world. Meanwhile, they got dirty, nasty, holy drawers on underneath and didn't take mm-hmm. no shower before they put that suit on. That's who we are right now. You know, when America goes back, you know, gets out of the out of the fine car and the fine suit and goes back home, America is going back to a shithole house because our house is broken. It really is, man. Uh, you know, it, it's, you know, uh, not American bashing. I'm just I'm just calling it like it is. You could, as you said, Mark, that the curtain on Oz has been pulled back. We can all see it. It's it's right there in front of us. Um, speaking of of some of America's dirty laundry, uh, we found out something interesting today. Our auntie told us that uh, was it Derek that, that uh, <laughs> yeah Derek sent it out to slavery. Yeah, the sla- <laughs> yes, uh, 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 my cousin Keith's brother Derek Powell, one of our Thank cast you. members, um, tweeted out, uh, texted us. Um, a list of the slave owners in a particular part of North Carolina where our fathers are from. Um, and uh, we apparently found out that there were two Powells uh, who were slave owners. There is. And, uh, yeah. Django! Yep, that's who we are. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that's apparently where the, the slave name came from for us. That's where the Powells came from. Uh, but they were, you know, I, I thought about it after, you know, uh, I, I read the text before we came on the air. I thought... I said, you know, it's what I mean. All slaves are broke. They ain't got no money. That you know, that, that's 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 part. That's baked in the cake of, of being a slave. Is that you have nothing. You own nothing. Uh, you are owned your property, and so you really don't have any possessions. But I thought, if you are a slave owner in in Edgecombe or Nash County. You got that. You broke too. You a broke ass slave owner. So not only <laughs> were the slaves broke, but the slave owners down there had to be broke because they didn't have a whole bunch. It wasn't like no big, you know, Thomas Jefferson plantation or Washington plantation where you got hundreds of slaves. They had like 12, <laughs> 13, you know. So there wasn't, there must not have been a whole lot of land these people was, was owning or working, no. you know. So now I, I kind of, you know, I don't want to do, I don't want to go on, on, on uh, PBS with Skip Gates. And find out where I come from, because right now I already know that half of us is broke as hell. That's what I found out. I'm, I came from a broke plantation, is what I came from. 
horrible to know. But you know what's funny, Anthony? That not just in where we come from in North Carolina, but if you go down to Louisiana, uh, Alabama, they didn't have those big, as we always seen in the movies, those uh, mansion homes with 50 or 60 slaves. They had small amount. And they, they mostly were families who was who were free but didn't know they were free, so they were still slaves right. because they lived on the plantation. They servants. Right. You know, and, and they lived for free and all this stuff. But they still were slaves because they, they never realized it. The ones, like you said, the Jeffersons, those people have um, enriched themselves. Those are the ones that came over from uh, University of Virginia type. <laughs> yes, you know they did. You know Notre Dame. You know what I'm talking about, Anthony. No, I, right. I've been to my. I, you know, I, I don't mean <laughs> yes. okay, but I've been to Monticello. Yes. Monticello is huge. Oh, it's I, it is. Enormous. Okay. Like, damn. All right. Man, ain't nothing, they show you all the slave. Court. You got to walk. I mean, they, uh, no, no, which no. is horrible. Because we I there. took the tour. The tour is horrible. First of all, yeah, yeah. No, the tour is, is scary. So I was like, damn. Yes. I had, <laughs> you can say, you know what? I don't feel it today. I'm just, you know, I, I give me tomorrow. There was like plow that field. And that you look, you going. I can't see the other side. <laughs> <laughs> just going and going. It's it's. Crazy! Yeah, it was a, a, a pretty much a whole the whole mountain belonged to him. My, this was it's Monticello's. Yeah. It's on a mountain, and uh, mm-hmm. the whole plantation was on a goddamn mountain. And he had, I mean, like you know, just if, 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 again a walking tour of Monticello. You realize how big this damn plantation was, oh. the big house, and how many slaves. And they take you down to where the slave were quartered you know, on this side. Yeah. It was almost like a college campus with dorms on and this, this side. Exactly, you go on the other yep. side, there's dorms over here. They're not dorms. I mean, obviously these people weren't weren't, weren't there for an education. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they had shacks on this side, shacks team. on that side. Then they had a whole bunch of people living in the house at the bottom in the basement of wherever the hell they live. It, it is ridiculous. Go ahead, Keith. Yes. If, if you look at when they used to sell slaves, you know, they would come into the town and buy slaves. Right. And you got certain... Uh, slave owners, they were buying 30 and 40 slaves where another guy was buying one or two. That's all he could afford. And I guarantee the one that bought the one or two treated that slave 100 times worse than the guy that had the 30 or 40. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, you got to value that. You got to value their property. If you have, right. you know, it's, it's like the person who only has the one shirt. That shirt is always looking nice versus the person like, you know, what am I going to wear today? I'm going to wear that same shirt I wore yesterday. But mm-hmm. if you got a bunch Eh, whatever. Because the whole, yeah. what's the big deal? You know, and I got money. I, I, I'll go to town next week and get me some more. Now, it's funny. Now, we're talking about degrees of nice. We all talking about slaves here. So, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get beat every day. He got beat every other day. Okay. He still got beat. <laughs> you know, still got but beat. But yeah, it, it, it is, it, it is it, you know, I thought about it in these terms, you know, again, as as, as we're reading this. And then I, I tried to say, well, shit, okay, you know, um, because it was, I think the, the this was from the 1790 census, uh, I believe, and so we're not talking about, and this is what I don't think people understand in America when we talk about the 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 the, the leftover residual damage of slavery. We're only talking about four or five generations of people. Think about it. if you if you if you if you're a slave and you're and they do the census. In 1790, and you're 10 years old on that plantation. I mean, as I said, it was only about 10 or 12. But let's say you're, let's say you're a child, a 12 year old, 13 year old, and you live uh, 60 more years in 1790. Now it's it's 1850, right? 
you have you and, and you by that time you may have had a child in your 20s so from 1790 to 30 so now 1830 you have a child and that child lives for 60 years to 1890 now you're getting only a generation or two before our grandfather was born so you're talking mm-hmm. about four or five generations from from that census to drawing a, a straight line to us and that's what i don't think people really get in their minds you know yes it was a long time ago but if you think about generations of people it is not that long ago if every person in that that from 1790 add 10 years is 1800 1900 is 210 and then add another 100 is 300 years so if every person every generation lived from 65 years you only talk about five years five generations that's five generations of people to get us to right here that's insane so where's our wealth at right five well, generations well, well well, again, since I since we had a broke ass <laughs> broke ass slave owner, only had twelve slaves. I'm pretty sure we don't we don't get a whole lot of that. I mean, and and if the inheritance is Whitakers, I'm a pass. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a pass. Listen, you get forty acres in a mule. I'll take the forty acres. I'll take the forty acres. What whatever the equivalent of forty acres is today. But let me pick where I get my forty acres. Can I have forty acres? <laughs> Uh, on Central Park West. I like that. That's what I want. I want that 40 acres. Mm. They ain't going to give you that, brother. That's that's prime real estate. I know. Prime. I know. So, so where the 40, uh, yeah, we'll get the 40 acres in the middle of Death Valley. I don't want that. No, they're going to see you down in Louisiana where ain't in the swamps and you can start your uh, your life there. Can I get the cash equivalent? That's what I want. In Whitakers? Man, that's a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a town that you blink, and next thing you know, you're out. So it ain't too much to no, go. It's, it's not much of a town now either. I went down there a couple of years ago. It's, it's. I mean, short of literally a, a thing of tumbleweed blowing through, is that's pretty much where it is. Well, when I was down at it, uh, I think uh, Granddaddy's uh, shop was gone. The, the yep, it's garage gone. place. That was, was kind of right? that was kind of sad, but yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, do we do we talk about the album covers again? I think I, I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Oh no! Oh, uh, we talked. We were we uh, talking about that, but we had our technical difficulties. Well, yeah. Again, uh, yeah, <laughs> so, so just, just just recap. Uh, uh, I mean, because you know we are talking Black History, and <laughs> since it is Black History Month, <laughs> I know it's a horrible transition yeah. going from go. from uh, getting my forty acres of the mule to this this topic. But uh, the root, uh, the website, the root, uh, which is doing a really really great job for Black History Month. Uh, if you don't read the root, I highly recommend them. Um, a lot of great reads, a lot of insightful things, uh, great, great writers on the site. They had this uh, thing this month, uh, February, where they're talking about uh, they're doing the, the 28 days of album covers to commemorate black history, iconic album covers. And I, I think, you know, I, I, before we started, um, my nephew, your son, Mark, was uh, uh, on, on camera here and uh I think about him and my son. These guys have no idea what an album cover is. I mean, they, they they hear about albums or they hear about you know records dropping or people dropping an album, but they really don't. There's nothing that they can relate to in terms of the tactile feel of picking up, pulling up an album out of the stack of records and holding that album and opening it up. And, and looking at the inner jacket and reading uh, the story of the album, looking at the cover art um, and and what that meant, you know, to us growing up. I mean, you know, we, we're children of a certain age. And as I said, we're men of a certain vintage. But for us, 
you know, the idea of, of an album cover was a cool thing. I mean, we all can remember iconic covers of albums. Um, and it didn't matter what genre of music you listened to. If you listen to the Beatles, you know, this, you know, Yellow Submarine album cover, it, it's going to stand out to you. If you listen to Sinatra, you know, the Capitol years with the hat turned back. I mean, whatever you listen to. Um, so I just want to see off the top of your heads, um, when I say iconic album cover, what album cover comes to mind? I'll start with you, Key. Ohio Players, Honey. Sweet, sticky thing. <laughs> the honey dripping all over that woman. Oh, as a child, well, a teenager, not a child, I was looking at that album cover up and down like, oh, oh my. Pretty woman. Very, very, very gorgeous. Yeah, no, I remember that album. Yeah, yeah, you know what? <laughs> That's a good album cover. Um, <laughs> Jet Magazine centerfold, but, but with a record inside is pretty much what it was. Oh, what yes. about you, Mark? Um, I like the Shaft, I, even though I, the movie's horrible, but I, I like the Shaft cover. The, the ones movie, I remember wait, most- wait, I gotta stop you. The, wait, wait, wait. the movie's horrible. Oh, he didn't just he, say he, Shaft was yeah, horrible. Said, I, I, take, take this back. It doesn't hold up. I mean, yes, it, for, when it came out, 70? 71, 72, 71. 71, right, so 72. I'm, 71. What was in there? Yeah. All right, so, by the time I, well, actually, I saw it as an adult. But it, it doesn't hold up. I understand the iconic- You saw it as a child, you just don't remember it. Well, I was two years old. I mean, I don't remember. But I'm saying, like, I saw it recently. Like, it was on, um, I think, one of the streaming services had it on. Let me just watch this as, you know, an adult. You know, with, with a discerning mind. It's like, man, this doesn't hold up. But I, I do like the image of it. The ones I remember the most, and I can't think of not one to save my life right now, not only the ones that have the pictures, but the ones that had the words. You sit there and just read along with it. Like, oh, this is like, it's great. It was something that was like, kind of magic you sit there on the couch and put your know, put your needle on the record put your needle on the record that type of deal and if it skips throw a penny on it and just listen to the song it was it was those kind of deals but shaft is one um i like that i think it was the and this is for simplicity i want to say it's the diana album or or the the, the ross album. But, none, yeah, the but boss, nonetheless it's the boss the boss she's on there without just her hair i think maybe a little bit of blush. Basically, it's just her hair herself just being pretty Diana. Just plain as all get up. I think she's wearing like a, basically a t-shirt. And she looked great. I mean, it wasn't, you know, the, the hair that's falling down, the, 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 you know, the Mufasa hairstyle she's known for and the, the glitter dresses. She just looked simple, but she was so pretty. I, I like that album cover too. It was plain and simple. Yeah, for me, um, yeah, I got a bunch. I mean, I, I think in terms of just, you know, like the, the cover art and everything else, um, Stevie Wonder Inner Visions. I remember that album cover just being like you know the first time I was ever uh, maybe I was old enough where I you know had an album, and I'm just kind of flipping through the 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 jacket of the album and, and reading the stories and reading some of the lyrics and everything else. That album cover stands out to me. Um, yeah, you both mentioned like you know the Ohio Players uh, Sweet Sticky Thing was definitely like a, a it, it stood out in my mind. Um. On a personal level, uh, the GQ album, G, uh, GQ Disco Nights, the first album with yeah, the girl on the gosh. front standing there with the uh, oh, rap dress oh. in front of the club. Um, that album, I mean, on, on a lot of levels for me, I, you know, I, it's, it's obviously going to, I mean, I saw it and, and it was damn near ubiquitous for me <laughs> every day. Uh, I saw it all the time. Uh, so that stood out. Um, and then, then I remember 
the last time I saw Michael Jackson as a black man off the wall, mm-hmm. uh, you know, standing yep. there with the tuxedo on, you know, uh, the big afro off the wall. That album just kind of, for whatever reason, I think it was like uh, before Michael, Michael pre King of All Pop. He was he was a great, you know, uh, black act kid. in that album, but he was pre King of All Pop. It was before uh the the next album uh the billy jean album um thriller yeah so it was just before that before all all the plastic surgery and all the weirdness you know came to the fore but that album cover i remember it um and it's funny because i you know it's i remember um coming uh, my freshman year at virginia you know my first break i came home and i remember going uh, coming to your house, Keith. I came to your house to to, to hang out for a hot couple of minutes. I was on on, on Christmas break, uh, playing some music, and you you know showing me what was going on. You know, Keith DJs, and so uh, you know Everybody it was kung fu. Yeah, but he's playing. Um, <laughs> play, I remember. I, I remember. I, to me, it stands out. I remember you playing Shalimar second time around, and he yeah. had uh, the uh, that album that that Michael Jackson album, the Off the Wall album. Uh, just stands out of my mind, and certainly in terms of just cover art, thing you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire always had amazing albums. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's certainly the Marvin Gaye "Let's Get It On" album with you know, with the red, with the red red cap the red, on his head. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, um, um, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you, they they they're moments in time. They're flash. They're they're your snapshots in your in the in the story of your life, and they kind of stand out in that way. And I, I think it's a really cool thing to think about. Um, I'm pretty sure our listeners, have, as we were having this conversation, are all envisioning their own album choices. As I said, you know, at whatever your group was, whatever group you listened to, whatever music you liked, there is an album cover that stands out in your mind that you you, you can see yourself. Uh, reaching into the crate or reaching into wherever the stack was or reaching into the the wall unit and pulling oh, wow, the crate damn yeah. <laughs> pulling the album still, out of the, got my yeah, pulling the album out of the wall where they had like you know these, yeah, these stacks of albums in, inside of a, a bookshelf and pulling the album jacket out and and then you know sliding the record out of the sleeve and uh-huh. putting the needle on the edge of that record and sitting back and listening to the 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 subtle scratches of the you know opening bars the popping. popping, yeah, the popping of the needle on the record. I mean, you know, all of those things are, are, are kind of missing again. And I think um, this is something else I thought about when I was thinking about this question. One of the other things that stands out in my mind is that most of our kids, you know, this generation of kids or kids who have grown up, say, in the last 20, 30 years, they have seen the artists on TV. So they already have a feel. So the album cover would be, you know, would be extraneous. You wouldn't really need the album cover. You already know what the artist looks like. You've seen the artist in a, in a music video. You've seen the artist performing um, visually live. So you have a feel for them. But back in our day, we I, like I didn't know Casey was black for a long, long time. I didn't know Casey was black. Oh, yeah, I mean, weren't you surprised when you found out Casey wasn't black? Yeah, boss gags. Yeah, boss gags, exactly. yeah I just uh, just about to say boss. I I I would I would have lost money, not handy money. I would have lost major money that you told me boss boss gags was black. It was, wasn't black. I was like, get out of here. There's no way in the world he sound like that. He, I, 
I was shocked. Shocked. When I was like, wow. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, that you know, dude. again, so we didn't we didn't even know what our artists looked like. I mean, you know, the album cover sometimes was the first time you really had a chance to sit there, stare at a picture and see who was who and what was what. I mean, you know, I mean, occasionally there was these these high art, you know, covers. But for the most part, that was the first time you really got a chance to see the the artist on the album so like i said i mean yeah i didn't know boss gags wasn't black i didn't know that kc wasn't black i, I mean it was a shot i didn't know lisa stansfield wasn't black you know at first <laughs> you know so yeah, especially because i uh, think about it, like some of those artists like lisa stansfield um I, funny i heard of madonna's on earlier and, and i didn't know madonna wasn't black simply because i first heard her on bls that's a local station in new york but bls was an r&b station so i didn't think that they would play anybody that wasn't a black artist I was like, wait, wait, that's she's a white girl. Yeah, that huh? changed with Frankie Crocker. Yeah, I that. I didn't realize. I just thought that you know you you on this station you hear this music. So, little side note, while you guys are talking about the album, I did Google the uh, Ohio players, and that's basically album porn. I mean, that they're <laughs> not even they barely maybe an extra pixel covered up something, but they were really pushing the limits on that one. They sold a lot Man. of albums though. Yeah, sure did. I and mean, that's like wow. Can you imagine as a kid having that like, oof. Well, we couldn't put it on the wall, you know. We had to keep it hitting. I mean, it's just like they are just they went they pushed that limit, boy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, again, you know, we didn't know, we couldn't see. Um, you know, all this was. I mean, this was experiential. I mean, again, I, I just think about being in college. And watching guys not just listen to the album, but use the album to clean the seeds out their weed. I was like, wow, you know, these albums not only have music in them, <laughs> but they have a functional purpose. I mean, it was that's that's a totally different vibe than than when CDs came out, you know, or or you had cassettes in your car or CDs came out. You know, the album was you know was was a cool thing. Again, as I said, it was it was music was a tactile experience. You did not just hit the button. And and scroll through your playlist. You had to go. You had to pull the album out of either out of a crate or pull it out of the bookshelf or wherever you kept your 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 turntable. You had to slide the album out of the sleeve. You had to open up the turntable and be careful. Yeah, and be careful. You got to hold it by the edges. Set the album down. uh, Put the needle on. Put the stylus on the record and and listen. You know, and and it was a it was. It was a tactile experience. Now you can ask Alexa to play your music. Alexa will play your music. So simple and plain. That that's that's where it is. That's where that's where we'll leave it. Um, listen, uh, good job, guys. Uh, after having our week off, having our little sabbatical uh, last couple of weeks. Hopefully, as I said, Derek will uh, deal with these these bandits at Verizon who are robbing my cousin. They're robbing him. <laughs> You know, they're charging them for internet and they're not delivering their services. So Verizon, if you're listening, uh get a new hamster. Yeah, you know, either get him a new hamster or a squirrel, get him a rodent that that has more stamina than the one you gave him, uh, so that they can stay on that wheel longer and keep this thing going. Um, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, that is not a me problem, that is a you problem. I don't know what you're waiting on. I mean, because you've been missing out on quality, quality podcasting. It really is. It's quality podcasting. Every week we take on a subject, we talk about everything. Again, it's a it's it's a barbershop barbershop conversation. We come, we just kind of talk, we kick it with old school guys. We're, we're men of a certain vintage. 
you know, we got something to say and every single week, you know, we, we'll give you our take on the world. But if we if we have a heads up on on terms of what's going on out there, we certainly share it with you. Uh, but, uh, you know, subscribe anywhere, whatever platform you use to get your podcast, use that platform to get power to the people wherever you go. We're, we're everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. You can ask Alexa to play power to the people. Alexa will play power to the people. That's that's what she'll do. Because uh, she knows. She knows. She listens to us. Sometimes I catch my Alexa listening to me, and I'm not even there. So so that, that shows you <laughs> right there how excited Alexa is to do this. You can also find us on social media. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Power to the People. We have a Power to the People Facebook page. You can go if you want to get at us on a personal level and just, you know, tell us what you'd like, what you don't like. You can certainly tell us there. You can tell us on our on our hosting site, Podbean, if you want to do that uh, as well. You can leave us a message. You can leave us a message on our Twitter uh, page, which is Power to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Power to the Peeps on Twitter. Um I'm on Twitter at Comic Tony Powell. I'm still suspended. I have been suspended now for almost three, almost going on, almost four months. Four months. Four months. So uh, I have a word uh, for the for the uh, Twitter people who have suspended me or who have not taken the time to unlock my account. Yeah. Fuck you all. I'm still doing this. I'm still wow. here. Yes. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about our governor who's in trouble. But uh, I'll leave that for next week or when Derek comes back <laughs> so that Derek can defend yeah. uh, the governor, copy to the governor, uh, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> um, and uh, you can find us all on Instagram. We will see you all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.